Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Baka 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 Podcast. It's amazing how every time you open your mouth, you prove you're an idiot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a mini-sode of Baka Baka Baka. We are an anime podcast that every two weeks we watch an anime, we come together, we talk about it. Every other week we do a mini-sode in between those other episodes so that we can talk about anime-related topics that come off the top of our head. We just finished watching Dororo, uh, which was an adaptation of a classic story, and we've already done a mini-sode on adaptations, but... When we finished it, I still had something I wanted to talk about, and there was a Twitter conversation I saw. It's a whole thing. To talk more about adaptations, let me introduce my co-host. First off, we have the Spider-Man homecoming to my amazing Spider-Man, Jeremy. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I'm doing good. <laughs> good. How are you? You, you been uh, still busy? Yes. Very, very busy. I did manage to find like an hour every now and then in the evenings to play Moonlighter because it was free on Epic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, whatever, Epic, 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 Epic. But I'll take free games, so right. I don't have to buy anything. Um, <laughs> and so I was playing Moonlighter, and I did actually manage to beat it, and it is it was a blast. I really enjoyed it. The writing of the of the dialogue in the very last sequence left a lot to be desired. Um, it, I could tell what they were going for. They were really trying to go for like a, a, a sort of casual, like buddy cop, silly, sarcastic dialogue between these characters that just show up out of nowhere and you've never seen them before because it's, they're finally giving you the exposition for what this really just kind of an action game. It doesn't matter. There's story doesn't really matter for it. And so they're trying to do something to make the story interesting. I guess you could say that, I don't know. Have you guys seen it or played it or looked at it at all? No? No. Okay. No, so just very, very briefly, you're running a shop and you have access to dungeons. It's kind of a roguelike, but it's action-based. Uh, so what you get when you delve in the dungeons, you can sell in your shop and you can take that money to upgrade the town and upgrade your shop, buy new weapons, things like that. Oh, yeah, you did tell us about that. That did sound interesting. It's that really fun. It does sound familiar. Yeah, and you've got a variety of weapons. They all handle differently. Um and you get like little uh, scrolls that you can find while you're in the dungeon to try and, and uncover some of the story. And it does a good job with its, its um, piecemeal, I don't want to say environmental storytelling because that's like, ever since Dark Souls, that's just been kind of something everybody says. But it's not necessarily the right description for what this does. It does it a little bit, but it actually does do a lot of, of deliberate storytelling with like, hey, you come in this room and it's always going to have a note here that is going to tell you a lot. Um, but yeah, it, it's really good. I highly recommend it, especially if you can get it free on Steam or on Epic. See? That's what I think of you, Epic. <laughs> okay. Now I'm going to get the whole Epic thing. Um, let's <laughs> all introduce the other co-host, who is the amazing Spider-Man to my Spider-Man, Jason. I'll take that. You shouldn't. Oh, come on. Tobey Maguire was amazing. Yeah, that's why you're the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, okay, that's that the is. one with the, uh, yeah, the lizard and mm-hmm. Gwen Stacy. Oh, okay. I never saw that, so. Did you yeah. see the amazing Spider-Man 2? No. With Electro and, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, as soon as I saw that it wasn't a traditional Spider-Man, I was just like, guys, turned off. Interesting. That might ever come back up in the conversation. But anyway, how are you? Why are you been doing? <laughs> um, actually, I got. Uh, you know, I read an article that Minecraft, for some reason, well, basically as PewDiePie, has uh, got a resurgence and is now overtaking <laughs> Fortnite as far as what's popular on wow. the interwebs these days. Yes. Um, and so I went, I went back and loaded up the Direwolf 20 mod and uh, lost PewDiePie. <laughs> how, uh, how old are you? <laughs> nine. <laughs> Wait. High five, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, um, uh, I'm not sure how that's relevant, but uh, the nine-year-old army. <laughs> right. It's one of his memes. Yeah. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar enough, but anyways, uh, yeah, lost about six days so far, as far as video game time, and. Uh, also, a couple sleepless nights, unfortunately. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's that good, huh? Um, yeah, I, it's it's funny because as soon as you get past the well, it, 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 it's almost a loot box system in and of itself. Every time you go into a new cavern or you get a new technology upgrade, or oh, I want this thing, but it's going to require me to craft. Are you explaining Minecraft right now? No, I'm explaining <laughs> modded Minecraft. Oh, you simpleton! Um, <laughs> J- Jeremy and I tried a uh, a very extreme version of Minecraft. That was pretty. It fun. was it was really cool. Yeah, yep. I died trying to like climb up this really tall pillar of single blocks, not realizing that there's this thing floating around here that just kind of targets you when you're up there on the blocks. And even though it doesn't kill you, it, it 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 hits you with force and shoves you out of the block, and you just ah! and I did not expect that at all. Anyway, it was very frustrating. I've been having fun. What about you, Troy? What have you been doing? I watched Battle Angel Alita. Uh-huh. <gasps> Woo! Which, which kind Finally. of factors into our discussion here too, because it was another adaptation. Um, you said you were surprised that they kept the ring scene in yeah. the defense rings in. I was that. I mean, when I think of the original OVA, that's the scene I think of. And I'm like, man, that scene is dark. That is rough. And I didn't feel the adaptation was going that dark. Um, I didn't even have any sense of darkness until she put the puppy blood on her eyes. Um, Mm -hmm. That's weird out of context. but (laughs) (laughs) And that's when I was like, oh, man, are are they going to keep some of the darker stuff? And and they did the, the ring defense system scene. I don't. Okay, so I think it was a, it was a really good movie. Um, a lot of my issues with it are just really my qualms with the original Battle Angel Alita um, story. Um, the only, as far as adaptations are, I think they messed up the boy story just a little bit. I do too. Um, and I really wish they just moved away from the rollerball part. But I, I, again, that's the thing I think about regular Battle Angel Alita. I'm like, we don't really need the rollerball. This is really interesting on its own with the assassins and the bounty hunters. And, um, but the actors did all did a great job. Yeah, I think that boy was a bit too sympathetic in this one and too redeemable. Yeah, and, and I don't think his reasons for climbing the cable were as tragic. Mm-hmm. And so the scene didn't play out as tragic to me. Yeah. 
Well, it was more of a I lost my boyfriend kind of tragic instead of feeling more for the character. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 it's a very minor qualm, but like I said, that when I think of Bad Angelita, that specific scene is what mm-hmm. takes it in my head. Uh, and then really my only other adaptation qualm is, is that the city looked too nice. Like, Yep. I, I was like, um, this is a dystopia because this looks like a really fun place in Europe. <laughs> yeah, people are like touring and yeah. You're, you're telling me people are super sad, but also there's rollerblading teens in the street and they seem to be having a really good time. And I'm like, I kind of want to hang out with them. <laughs> that, those are my only qualms, but I thought it was it was really well done. Detective Pikachu was better. See, now I really want to watch Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu was fantastic. Um, I would say I liked Alita's storyline better, but Pikachu is definitely a higher quality movie. I, I, I feel like Detective Pikachu is just more like a movie movie, whereas Badline Julieta was a really good adaptation of an anime. Yeah, uh, Detective Pikachu's story is basically what you would see on a Pokemon a, episode. Pokemon <laughs> episode, yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's... It's basically a remake of a Pokemon episode. Kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of, hey, it fits. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about our mini <laughs> topic. Um, this came up, actually, first of all, because we talked about adaptations um, last time. And then I had seen a Twitter conversation between a movie director saying he wanted to see a remake of a classic film. I think it was like Maltese Falcon or something. And someone said, like, no, it's a perfect film. Why would you remake it? He's like, why wouldn't you? And they're like, well, it's sacred. And he's like, literally, like, the greatest Broadway plays of all time are remade weekly. You know, in different cities, different directors, different actors. They, they remake stuff all the time. And I'm like, yeah, and he's, he's right. Video games are remade all the time. We watch anime adaptations that are remade from originals. So what I wanted to present here is to kind of start the discussion is to you guys and sticking to anime. And we can branch out from there. Is there anything that, like, especially anime-wise, that you think is too sacred to be readapted or remade to you right now? Like, Full Metal Alchemist might be like Losis, but they already remade it once, didn't they? <laughs> well, actually, um, I was I was taking a look at my picture that I uploaded for the last minisode, and I was wondering, can you call Super Saiyan Four an adaptation, or is Super Saiyan God the adaptation? Yeah, Super Saiyan Four is not canon. Uh, that was well now, but, but it was, was... There, there was no manga of it. So like Super Saiyan God is the the true lore, right? Right, but uh, that wasn't there while it was a- while Four was airing, right? While GT was airing, you mean? Yeah. No, no. Uh, the the creator had stopped, and so that, that's the thing. GT was made without Akira Toriyama. So I guess that would be the adaptation. Yeah, yes. That's that's a hard that's a hard one to to guess. Um yeah, too sacred? I don't know. Um But I'm sure if I named like if we wanted to name movies, there's movies you would be like, don't don't remake that movie. I was thinking about it, and like if I think of literally any Michael Bay movie, <laughs> I don't see I don't see why you wouldn't remake it. Right? You wouldn't? Because yeah. you think you could you could think it could be made better. I, I cannot, I cannot think of a Michael Bay movie make it worse. <laughs> that could not benefit from being roommate. Not to say that all of his movies are terrible. I'm just saying that it, there's a possibility there. I don't, see, I, don't think you, any, I don't see how you remake a Bad Boys movie without Michael Bay. Like, it just doesn't work without him. <laughs> sure, it does. Okay. 
agree to disagree on that one? <laughs> uh, Ninja Turtles. What, what about him? Uh, not only was that a remake, but you could totally remake that. Yeah, but he just produced it. He didn't direct it. Right. But in but what about... So I was thinking, is it more tied to the story or is it more tied to the art of what's being presented? Because I think a lot of people would say, how dare you even think to touch any Kubrick films? Mm. I can't speak for other people, but I know that myself, I don't have a problem with anything being remade until it's remade. And then when I see it... I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, well, that sucked. That was horrible. You did a bad job remaking it. Or this was actually really good. I like the direction you went. It's a nice flavor. So to explore that in your mind, if something is remade and you watch it and it's horrible, does that hurt the original? Or are you like, well, I saw the original, so who cares? No, this is just a trash version. Um, It's imaginary to me. (laughs) the, The original remains the true authentic version. If it's better or as good then it's like an alternate parallel that is great. Kind of like uh, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Star of Sahara, or whatever it is. I, I, know, what you, it. I know what you're talking about, <laughs> the movie. Yeah, it, for some reason, Troy hates that movie. I don't hate that movie. It's just, it's <laughs> just, an, it's just not an important movie. You've um, always mentioned how it's just an awful addition to the story. It just, I don't like anime movies that are just like, Here's a thing that happened in the middle that had zero consequences for anybody. We're moving. <laughs> and, and, and My Hero Academia is getting a second movie, and I'm like, oh, please stop. You're, you're, you're doing it. You're doing that thing. <laughs> that that <laughs> thing you made thing. fun of in your first movie. For, for example, yep. the very first film, Alchemist, um, Conquerors of Shambhala, is fantastic because it, it's an epilogue to the original anime, and it, it changes character paths. You know, it, it, it changes the ending. It's, I love that movie. The other from Alchemist, I'm like, this has no purpose. <laughs> Thank you for letting <laughs> me hear the characters again. I guess we're moving on. So, is there an anime in your book that would be unremakeable? I mean, w- Cowboy Bebop would be the closest, but I think I actually might like Cowboy Bebop remake. Right? I, I'm uh, thinking Fist uh, of the North Star. I think Fist of the <laughs> North Star would lose a ton of charm remade with any techniques of today. Maybe, but what about techniques of tomorrow? Uh, well, I, I can't see the future, so I can't judge that. <laughs> I mean, isn't isn't JoJo just Fist of the North Star? <laughs> According to Death Battle, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, one thing that I keep thinking about was that audiences seem completely okay with different versions of Batman. And while they may have different opinions of them, you know, we've had Adam West Batman, we've had Michael Keaton Batman, we've had Nipple Batman, we've had... <laughs> Um, super super serious batman and we've had now ben affleck batman and every time we're like okay and what's the next batman or it's never sacred but they make man of steel and superman's not perfect and audiences lose their mind (laughs) Hmm. Uh, more so than batman and obviously there's a scale here Um, but like how how many different kinds of supermans do you think there have been in the comics um i'm not that familiar with it but how, how does his archetype change because i know batman has drastically different archetypes across the comics i mean superman has two kind of i mean we, there was the whole time where they switched to a younger character and, and like made him a younger more 
naive hero for a while. And, kind of like a Smallville kind of thing. Yeah, and then after, there was, after his death. And... There was alternate version Superman where he grew up in Soviet Russia instead. I uh, loved that one. And I love, that yeah, I love funny. alternate version of Superman. But what's interesting, so like um, people got really mad about Ben Affleck's Batman killing, right? Mm-hmm. But then, but Michael Keaton's Batman killed too, and no one cared. Um, but then Superman knocked down a building, and I, I swear, like in the past month, I've seen cartoons and comics of Batman pu- or Superman punching guys through buildings, and no one's ever ever mentioned those in the ju- in the original Justice League show. He punches Darkseid through like seven buildings in the middle of Metropolis. And no, and it's, I think it's one of the best Superman fights ever, you know, put to film or, or TV. And and I don't remember ever thinking he just killed like a hundred people. <laughs> but I, we watch Man of Steel, and, and you do think that. Uh, yeah, I think it has a lot to do with um, how impressionable people are when they observe art, because what the director wants them to see and the message that they want them to get. Um, like you're saying, same exact thing happens, or at least close enough that you could say it's the same in principle. And but the director has designed it in such a way that I mean, the whole premise of how that ends is Superman is condemned for what he did, and that's why the Batman versus Superman starts with that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas he's not in the other one; it's just glossed over. And so I guess it's this it's the sort of if everybody in this universe is okay with it and they just take it as par for the course, then we're not upset by it either. But if they all get upset, then we got to think about that. Interesting. Let me ask you guys then about something that you're even more passionate about than anime, video games. Do you guys have a video game that you... And you got to remember, when I say they're going to remake it, you have to consider the fact that it might suck. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> I, I see it as every time that something's remade, especially in the realm of video games... It's an opportunity for me to get more of that thing. And it's, mm-hmm. it's almost like the nostalgia of it, if it's something that I really liked, um, plays into a hopefulness that if they're going to remake it, that I'm going to enjoy it, hopefully. What, what if they remade Battletech and it was awful? <laughs> well, if They've it was awful, that. I would call it and it'd be awful. Okay. No, they, I think they have done that. But this one yeah. is good, though. Uh, so I think where it fa- where I fall into video games is in Jeremy's school of thought. Let's get more of the thing I love, and I will base it off your merit. Kind of like with Masters of Orion. Masters of Orion 1 and 2 are classics that I will pick up even today. Masters of Orion 3 nearly ruined the franchise for me. Not Not just the game. Like, I didn't pick up 2 for maybe a year two years after trying just trying three it put such a sour taste in my mouth i will say the new remake however masters of orion on steam is a fantastic faithful version to two so if it's on sale jeremy pick it up it's 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 phenomenal but um i was thinking uh, back to my point of like kubrick films versus bay films uh I don't think I would like to see like a Miyazaki film changed. Like I would not want a remake of Princess Mononoke. I, I think I'd agree with that. And I think it's more of the vision of the director than it is in the art itself than it is the story or the world building. But but why? Because the the original like Miyazaki's film is still going to exist. 
Yeah, I guess, it, uh, again, it would come down to merit, right? Because I can't imagine a world where I can top Castle in the Sky. Right. Yeah. With yeah. another Castle in the Sky. But another Castle in the Sky might be fantastic or phenomenal written by someone else. But I don't know that world. I, I guess for me, the, the only argument that I could think of is that well, this is my chance to introduce this to the next generation. And you might blow it for me. So, like, if my daughter comes up to me and says, hey, Dad, I want to watch Hellboy. And I'm like, you're darn right. We're watching the Guillermo del Toro ones, not the new one. Yeah. Because I'm not letting Hellboy be ruined for you. I want you to like <laughs> Hellboy movies. Um, and so if they remake it, you might ruin a thing for the next generation, thus either killing it or just disconnecting. Ghost in the Shell. Look what happened with that. Mm. We have a lot of people with bad taste in their mouth for Ghost in the Shell and won't even look at the older anime, uh, the, the many different movies. Ad- many different adaptations. Like, there's. Right. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell's been remade a couple times already. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It, yeah, put the, the current one with uh, uh, Joe Hansen in it, which, personally, I liked. I didn't think it was all that bad. <laughs> a lot of people didn't, though, yeah. No, yeah, a lot of people did not. Yeah. Um, I think the only thing that like you really made a good point when you guys were talking about uh, Miyazaki films, because it, it does come down to the point of like, can you imagine it being improved? And the only thing that I can imagine as being a reason to try to remake something when you think that it's visually perfect and story and narrative perfect, everything's perfect about it, could be maybe a change in visual media, a change in just the way that we absorb entertainment. Blanking. <laughs> well, I, I I was thinking about Disney, and I was thinking how you can do it wrong, too, um, and how you can do it for the sake of, you know, just trying to recycle your old, uh, your old uh, IP. products, mm. yeah, your old IPs, mm. in order to get more, you know, That's really bring point. those turnips and get the blood out of them, but... I think that there is, if the visual media really changes significantly and it matters, like I would have to say when thinking about the Disney one, all they did was they started using like CGI and and real people. And granted, yes, CGI has improved to the point where they can incorporate like Lion King be all animals. But come on, they had they had other animal stuff not, not that long ago. I mean, plenty like but I guess I guess my point is it's not changed enough. Like I would expect some kind of like genuine 3d or something to be required to give you a reason like the visual media changed so much that you'd want to remake some of these when they're already really really good you make make a good point jeremy um what's the reason you're doing the adaptation of the remake is it your love for the franchise and the story and the art or are you trying to make a buck off of people's nostalgia yeah exactly yeah and if it's if it's the love, hopefully that'll shine through. A lot of times it does, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, when and and like Fantastic Four is a great a, a great yeah. example. Sony has to kick out stuff because of a contract and not because they care about that franchise or characters. And look what we've got so far. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember that they had like this very short period in order to maintain their rights to the IP. So they just threw something out there. Same things happened with Wheel of Time for a long time. That book series has the rights to make a movie or a series for it have been in the hands of somebody who just hasn't been doing it. And then it was about to run out and 
threw a bunch of crap out there just to keep the rights. Okay. So, yeah. Okay, I think that's actually pretty good. Uh, I will go on record that I'm actually curious about watching Lion King now, though. Not Aladdin, <laughs> just, just Lion King. Oh, Aladdin. <laughs> I watched this interview with John Favreau where he's like, I shot the whole thing like it was a nature documentary. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but then the songs are going to look stupid. But, mm-hmm. but again, not, not Aladdin, just Lion King, because that sounds really artistically different. Anyway, uh, we are currently watching The Rise of the Shield Hero, the first 12 episodes. And we are going to be talking about that next week. If you would like to comment on adaptations, what's sacred to you what's not sacred should everything be up for grabs uh, is there a reason we should hold something sacred i'd love to hear that you know debate as long as it's kept friendly <laughs> like we <laughs> do <laughs> anyway uh you can reach us on our twitter at baka podcast our email the anime baka club at gmail.com or uh, leave a comment wherever you found this podcast and i'll get back to us we'd love to hear your opinions just opinions though guys everyone's <laughs> not worth getting angry okay uh i think i think they were good let's say i'm, go- I'm right okay <laughs> let's say goodbye thanks for listening <laughs> see you next time sayonara <laughs>